0: Buddy, and welcome to a brand new episode of our take on Hollyoaks. We are reacting to today's brand new return right away. And joining me, I have three of my favorite Hollyoaks correspondents. I've got Corian, Ashley, and
1: Ryan. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, we Hi. We are. God. We always find our way back to each other. Yes,
0: no. we
2: do. And, and
3: you must never part.
2: Because we all uh, like the rest of y'all. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh,
0: we've got a lot to dissect because during the hiatus, a lot of news broke. And it changed a lot. Um, so let's kind of dive right into it. Uh, casting wise, Georgia Porter is back as Teresa. Karen Richardson is returning as Steve Hay. And Imran Adams is out as Mitchell Devereaux. Corian, yeah. since I know you know all three of these people.
1: Yeah.
0: What is your initial reaction to the return of Teresa, the return of Steve, and the exit of our dear Mitchell?
1: The Ste news didn't really resonate with me. Only because, like just felt like a matter of time. I think like the one thing that I'm excited about for Steve's return is that I just know that things are just going to be nuts when he comes back. So like, that's always going to be fun. Um, The Teresa news also didn't surprise me either because it just also felt like a matter of time. Uh, You know, she was like hosting the the 25th right, the 25th anniversary specials. And like, she's always been around, like she's always kind of talking about returning, you know, even though she's been gone for four years now, she's always talking about, you know, coming back. So it just kind of felt like a matter of time. Um, but I am excited. I'm excited to see Kathleen Angel <laughs> and Myra Pocahontas again. Um, and the Imran Adams news, that one was a doozy. Yeah. Um, I still don't know how I feel about it. Uh, Like on one hand, it sucks. On another hand, I'm super excited for him to see like what comes next, but it's mostly gonna suck without him, I feel like. Especially since, you know, even if you listen to just like the trajectory of our critiques on Hollyoaks throughout the year since he's been on, like, We really fell in love with him as an actor and, you know, the character of Mitchell ups and downs, highs and lows, all those sorts of things. And like, it's going to be really bad to lose him.
0: I was not prepared for that news at all. The Kieran Richardson news and Georgia Porter, like I expected both of those when they started filming the return, you know, Hollywood's favorite stuff during the hiatus. But I Did not expect Imran to leave yet. Um, Ryan, for me, I feel like Teresa serves very much the same archetype that Liberty in her current iteration kind of serves. You know, that quirky, bubbly, kind of ditzy character who is a lot of fun to watch, but kind of, you know, an airhead. What do you think it's going to be like having two of them on there? And then what's your take to the other two? casting news we got.
2: um I'm hoping that there's something done to sort of uh, distinguish the two of them because you're right they do very much serve like the same kind of purpose but I'm hoping that her time away will have led to maybe a different change in, in her personality a little bit like not like radically different but just something to, to make it a little bit different than the last time she was she was on the show and as far as the, the just quick, Sorry, mm-hmm. just one quick thing.
1: I do have to say, um, in like the, the press photos that came out, Teresa does kind of have a different look than what she used to go for. Like she was wearing like darker colors, like a darker lipstick. Like Teresa was never really that kind of like vampy kind of look kind of thing
2: going on. So maybe something happened. So this is just me speculating, but go ahead. I, that's good speculation um as far as you know amron leaving that i'm very very devastated because he's such a phenomenal talent but it's one of those things where you kind of go where the momentum is and at this point what is there really left for him to do on Hollyoaks? he's kind of run through the gamut and just the little bit of time that he was there so i i'm looking forward to seeing how the story wraps up and i'm also kind of looking forward to seeing what he does next because really the the future is his for the taking
0: actually i don't even want to throw this to you <laughs> like this was the segment i was hoping to avoid the most mm-hmm. because you have been one of the strongest loudest supporters of Imran. Um, throughout multiple podcasts Throughout multiple tweets And handles and discussions So what was I guess your initial reaction Has that changed any Now the news has kind of sank in a little bit
3: uh, My initial reaction to Imran leaving um, Is that I should have stopped talking As much shit as I did uh, With the exits of other people Because I was quick to come on here and say Mwah! Well hey I mean they're leaving but I don't care. I don't like that character that much or this character is disposable. It's whatever. <laughs> Nobody that I love is leaving the show and that's all that matters. Well, bitch, I <laughs> have to eat some humble pie now, don't I? Um, I am not happy about it. I'm literally heartbroken that he's leaving. I understand that he is such a phenomenal actor that obviously he has to move on and do other things and that you know, his phone is probably ringing off the hook with offers and he's probably going to land something huge. I understand that. And I wish that for him. I'm not going to, you know, take that away from him. However, he is my favorite character on the show. Hands down. Um, I absolutely adore him. And I'm not just saying that, that because I want to bear his children. I'm saying that because <laughs> I do believe in. he's a fantastic actor. Um and I'm very upset about what it's going to do to the dynamic of the Devereaux family because I don't know how he's leaving. But I don't, unless, you know, I I don't know as far as like what the history is of the show of recasting if he does, if his character does go out alive. Mm-hmm. But on this show, I don't, I honestly, I don't know. But I feel like we're just now getting to the meat. Of these five characters The mom, the dad, and the goddamn triplets Were just getting into this And now we're losing one And potentially Mm -hmm. Another one might have actually killed them Like I don't Mm -hmm. I am very upset about this But I have also said on this podcast That I did not always agree with the way They were writing him So Mm -hmm. I guess If I have to look at it anyway I'll look at it like that And that the writers didn't always give him justice and
2: yeah.
3: but you know i'm still hurt
0: <laughs> so recast Ugh. is a possibility it's just very unlikely like how yeah. will recast people it. but they don't do it often and generally it has to be for like a really good reason and after yeah. a good amount of time generally has
1: yeah that's to usually change. what they do right it's like either like either like the first actor didn't work out in like the first few episodes and then they'll recast someone or it's like the character's been away for a few years enough where like people could like take a new direction with the character and like the audience would be okay with it. So if anything, if Mitchell survives, which I hope he does, we probably won't see him for a few years. but, like, I, 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 I totally understand what you mean, though, with, like, the, like, we're just getting to the meat of it, mm-hmm. but I also think what Hollyoaks is really good at is, like, they give you that meaty drama, but then, like, also they give you something to add on top of it, or they give you, like, like another side of that drama that you didn't think, or, like, they also, like, leave some of the drama unresolved, because it's, like, it, sometimes it's real life, and you don't get that resolution yep. that you want, so it's, it's, I, I am absolutely aching for that because like we finally had this like great family unit and like exactly. we we're super excited about it. But I was actually thinking about it before we came on and podcasted today. Like if we were talking about US soaps, like whenever we talk about US soaps, we just want black representation. Like we just mm-hmm. want the, we just want the bodies there. And like, I think that like sometimes we like, add that onto the uk soaps well, too because it's like granted we don't have a lot but like sometimes you just want them there but like i would much rather have like a good ass front burner story and like whatever happens with this we're going to be seeing these black people front and so, center for months well, to come
0: and what i wanted to go off that is they announced and i've completely left this off the outline because i kind of forgot about it um but oh, they yeah, announced that the next outline. year there's a whole episode full of just black goodness but because feel, it's going to have be know, written, directed, and either. acted all <laughs> by people of color. And I'm Walt really excited. And I
3: we just, don't, we don't do that. know that. We
0: don't, we don't, don't know. Is he leaving an
1: episode this year? Yeah, but, but what if he one, makes a guest appearance? If he alive. can make guest
0: appearance. Two, the uh, fact that they've already got this, it's going to be an hour-long episode, and they've already got an idea and planning out, and this show planned so far in advance. So who's saying he that's not what he's filming right now? is
2: for <gasps> that true because oh,
0: they
2: I didn't think filmed that. stuff in
0: advance and dropped that stuff in so i'm just saying i just wish i didn't know there's a lot i of, like, know
3: announcements come out way too soon i just wish i did not know i'd be able to enjoy so much more of this if i did not know that my baby was leaving like yeah. and i can't like i i feel but, like they're going to spin felix off in the storyline with uh oh what's his face with the one Warren, yeah. And I feel like they're going to spin, I guess, the Toby storyline off with, you know, trying to reconcile with Martine. I guess the only way that I can, I can come to grips with this is if the focus of this family is shifted to Celeste, because she's my next favorite character. Uh,
0: she's perfect.
3: So if they switch it to her and give her something really good, it doesn't necessarily have to be a Romeo. I know we joked about that a couple of times, but I, I, want, I want something more than a boy toy for her. Then then I'll I'll be okay. I, 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 I will get that. over it in time, but I'm telling you, every now Can't and then, time. I'm going to send a tweet out to the Hollyoaks handle saying, bitch, bring back Mitchell.
1: Yeah absolutely I don't I don't blame you for that I don't blame you oh,
3: it's,
1: it's I, I just think for. I think like you're saying like spinning the stories off I think for me like I'm just excited to see these characters I am excited to see them branch out because it means that they're investing in them and like they do get to yeah. like be like the full characters that we want them to be because like at the end of the day yeah we love Im- Imran Adams like and we love Mitchell absolutely because I feel like Mitchell is Kind of like the heart of that family unit and like mm. he, he kind of has that but it's like we could also do that with someone else right like can't we like try like let's try to like just like they kind of did with the devereau families like they tried the love days the love days didn't really connect with people they didn't really write them well and then they you know branched off a new family from them and now there's like an impact there and like people feel it and feel connected to these characters so i i you know me i'm always trying to play devil's advocate and like look on mm. the bright side I'm just excited. Whatever happens, I'm trying to be excited. If I'm gonna miss my boo.
0: Well
3: first of all, back up.
0: <laughs> hey, everybody can have a little bit of Imran in no, life. no, no. Wow. Not.
1: I called him right. first. Right. It first. Right. But he tweeted me first, so...
0: Oh my god. Okay. My well
1: she gonna beat me up. I gotta run. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what did Wendy say? I beat
3: bitches up.
0: Well, the soap world was shaken last week when news was broken that Brian Kirkwood would be stepping down as executive producer of Hollyoaks after 12 years in the role off and on, and with the last consecutive being eight. Mm Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of opinions on this um, that I'm going to get to. And, well, I wanted to hear kind of what Ryan's was first um, because he's been watching for a long time off and on as well. And he actually texted me trying to check in, see how I felt on it. And what what did you think, Ryan, when you heard the news?
2: Um, I was very shocked because I, I didn't see it coming. Um, you know there hasn't been a lot of cast unrest. There hasn't been a lot of complaints, and usually you can kind of sense when uh, a producer is going to be leaving um, the UK soap because that it, it it starts trickling out. But this was really surprising. Um, I'm I- obviously you cannot mitigate or underestimate the impact that Brian Kirkwood has had on that series. I mean. His fingerprints are all over it. The the attention to detail, the the, the importance of telling stories and using it as a way to educate and empower people and spread awareness. All of that is, you know, came directly from him. But I'm worried because Hollyoaks without Brian Kirkwood is a Hollyoaks that I usually tend to tune out of. And I'm worried about what the next step will be. I mean, he's there until, you know, his material's there until next June. But mm-hmm. what happens after that? Is it is it the, the Hollyoaks that we know and love and that has drawn Ashley to and that has drawn Corian back to, is that going to still be there? Is there, that importance on storytelling and social issues? And is that still going to be a part of Hollyoaks or is it going to kind of go back to the way it used to be. And that is what scares me as a as a fan and as a critic of the show.
0: So I get all of those um, points. For me, though, I've always been waiting for this kind of news to drop. Kirkwood's set the show up in such an amazing fashion and done something that no other producer in – the uk has been able to accomplish which is take something that was on the verge of cancellation reboot it not once but twice and literally breathe life into it now with that said i'm not going to say i'm not critical of some of kirkwood's years on the show there's periods that me and corian would go back and forth about how specifically like the roscoe era and for me the gloved Mm -hmm. hand killer like there was periods where i was just like Not bored, but I was not entertained. But I definitely feel like he transitioned this show from being the UK equivalent of No to a real competitor in that space and somebody that can now be taken not as a joke in the genre anymore, but can actually be looked at as somebody that can tell really thought provoking and interesting storylines with a cast of really extremely talented actors. I'm also excited to see what the next vision of the show is because we've just had this vision for so long. And while periods with since Kirkwood's initial departure back in I think it was like Oh nine, um, have been hit or miss there was a some periods where like that show was on fire in ways that uh, kirkwood just hasn't grasped like the whole silas um initial killer storyline and the storylines that they we're playing around there with the transgender character and the different beats that that we got like i'm really interested to see where the show goes am i nervous Yes, because it could go either way, right? It could have a very positive outcome or it could have a very negative outcome. But that's the way everything goes, right? Whenever there's some change that happens, it can go one way or another, and that can happen with Brian Kirkwood as well. So I think what he did is he's leaving the show in a much better position than when he got there, and he's leaving on good terms with his i think contract ends at the end of this year and then the content that he's working on is still through june of next year like they've got a lot of his fingers probably throughout 2021 still enabled so it'll be interesting to see what Mm -hmm. the next person does and if maybe we get a more of a focus on the college again maybe we get more of a focus on you know, the university and all the younger set of the show, or maybe we'll continue to have hopefully the same diversity of thought, because um, that's what Hollywood has really done well in. Right. So Coran, what, what was your thoughts so far?
1: Um, I think it's like, it's pretty much the same as yours. I think, or it's the same, it's, a, it's like a mix of both of yours. I'm definitely cautious. Um, I think for me, seeing the way that other UK soaps have had a lot more frequent comings and goings of executive producers and people who have, you know, tried to kind of emulate the Hollyoaks formula um and not really done well. And and seeing that kind of pool of talent kind of makes me worry because it's like I don't know if anyone will be able to to really get that this is what the show is now but also on the same hand, I feel like Kirkwood, like you said, set the show up for success, because now that kind of storytelling and that kind of focus on those hard-hitting issues and like, you know, fleshing out characters and tying them to these issues and educating people through these issues and these characters, that is what's synonymous with Hollyoaks now. Like, yeah, people still make the jokes that it's like the teen soap and then it's this and that, and like they might not take Pretty it people. seriously. Right, but like Hollyoaks has won numerous awards now, numerous accolades, so much acclaim from all of these, these new things, this new life that he's breathed into the show that it's impossible for someone to step into that role. And like, it, it, would, be, it would be a completely foolish and silly decision for them to think that they could take this show and, you know, Turn it left and turn it, or you know, turn a completely different direction. Like, because at this point, like Hollyoaks finally has something like a brand image and name that they can call their own. Um, so I'm worried because you know people can always tarnish these things, but like I'm also hopeful that, like you were saying, Johnny's leaving on good terms. Um, from what I've seen, you know, like the writers that we follow and that you know we're always in contact with, everyone is going to feel that loss and they seem upset about it. But like these people will probably have worked so closely with him that now those same values are also a part of mm-hmm. their core values. So it's like that same kind of creative energy. I can't imagine that completely dying out at Hollyoaks, but
2: just got to wait and see. Now here's, now here's the thing though, like, and this is for, for you both. Cause you guys are a lot more familiar with like other UK soaps that, than I am do you promote from within or do you reach for someone who's well-known in the UK circles?
0: I So the only name that I absolutely love in the UK circles is very happy over there running the BBC, which is that's that's exactly what I was. I adore that woman and I want her to, just run every show ever because yeah, what she's, she's done great. to EastEnders and what she's done for BBC as a whole, Jesus Christ, she's the reason that Coronation Street was watchable for that short period of time. And her Ammerdale is what helped sustain and keep that show just running. So I would love to see her like go there, but there's no way the BBC is letting her go. And no there's way. no way that she's going to leave that amazing job. Cause she's overseeing like, She's Brian Franz right now in a US equivalent. Like she's running the continuing drama department. There's no way she's gonna go there. Um from the other shows, ah, I'm good. I would like to see him promote from within. And one of the things that yeah, people online awesome. have been talking about is promoting somebody a person of color for that role because they're trying to make all this big diversity initiative. Could you imagine having somebody up top? that that could have that vision and speak for us like that would be I
1: think it would be awesome really cool
0: but i uh, for me like i would like to see them tr- promote from within or get some new blood because there are other series producers and people that are working on the show right now i think they could easily just slide them into that role maybe promote a few more people and go from there but there's nobody like i don't want really any executive producer of some other show because i feel like they're going to come into hollywood and try and make it that show and yeah. that's not what Hollywoods is. Hollywood doesn't need to be rebranded or rebooted as a young Corey or a uh, uh, less gritty Eastenders. Like it, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's okay.
1: And I'm going to need, I understand that you guys are new to this show. I get it. I support you. I'm glad you're here. But if I see one more wishful hiring of Brian prime oh, on a u.s soap opera no the way i'm no. going to okay. reach out to twitter and I'll get let you your account shut down
2: uh.
1: <laughs> so you can stop putting this madness out into the ether this is literally this is this is this yeah. has to be the last time we talk about it we cannot if he would ever come to country. honestly no. right exactly <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> you, imagine? Like, you, want me, you want me to write a show about with mannequins as acting? Uh-huh. acting <laughs> I, I had
0: to say the word magic potions to that man uh, in an interview. Like, shook. when I tell you, I was embarrassed for my country's existence <laughs> when I was like, honestly, I wish we just didn't do soaps. Like, I wish we just we just didn't because I can't compare this. Like, don't know. Like, it's okay. Like, if the, you know what? If one of these networks wants to give him his own show to create, cool whatever i'm down because i think he could do great with an american audience doing a holly Oaks in the u.s but like let's not he does not need to come on to any no. of these four terrible shows let's not, that. He... let's not wish that to it because he'd also not do be allowed to do anything because y'all no. would be having your panties in a twist that the sets are different or that the music cues not right so just shut up mm. just just all of you just stop you're you're watching it wrong you're doing it wrong you're tweeting it wrong yeah Let this man live his life and create some new content for us to watch. That's quality somewhere else, but not, not here. Don't do it.
1: (laughs) It's the last time this will be said. This will no longer be put out into the universe.
0: We're not wishing (laughs) that ill will on this amazing man. Don't do it, (laughs) please. So with that said, let us talk about today's episodes because we had, Two amazing episodes. This is both the episode that aired on Channel Four, and then immediately after, we watched the episode that aired on E4. So we got an hour worth of Hollyoaks. Which, so if you have not watched, I guess the September 8th episode of Channel Four's Hollyoaks. I know this is so confusing. I, 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 I'm sorry, but if you have not watched it yet, there will be spoilers because I'm hoping to post this immediately after we record. But initial reactions, what did you guys think of the flash forward scenes? What did you guys think of having the show back? Like, I'm so happy this, that our show's back. That's all I got to say. Hmm.
3: I had to go into it. Like I said, I wish I didn't know. I had to go into it with a grain of salt thinking, oh, my favorite show's back, but my favorite character's leaving. So how much can I really enjoy this, to be honest with you? Um, But I did. I did enjoy it. It was very good. I, I felt like, I'm not sure exactly, but – The flash-forward scenes with them and the interrogation, I'm assuming those are newer scenes that they just shot because everybody looks different. Everybody's hair looks different. Everybody, like,
1: looks... They got the quarantine beard going on. I think it was those scenes, and I think it was some of the scenes before the wedding. Because, like, if you notice, too, like, when Tony and Diane were talking, they were still standing far apart from each other. And, like they were having that whole argument with Walter and then they were still like six Mm -hmm. feet apart. Like, I think those scenes were also new. So those
3: were new and that tells me that, well, not necessarily the storyline changed, but just, it it seems like maybe there was a shift into how Mm. everything was going to play out. But, you know, I I mean, I thought it was good. I like that those two episodes were only about the wedding and nothing else, even though Tony tried with his little testosterone (laughs) bit.
0: Paul's gotta try to stage
3: everybody. I hate
0: Nick him. Nick <laughs> Card is having He's the time of drugged. his life. He's I over the top and amazing and che- chewing all that scenery up. And you know what? That's that's at least something to have fun with. I guess I don't know. No, I'm just trying to find positive there because I hate Edward. I, I hate Diane.
3: Me. I'm giving him four weeks and this shit End <sighs> it before I stop I mean, being nice.
1: The anniversary is coming up soon. soon. So yes, and that's like. Big Tony story. So it's probably going to be ending pretty quickly, I feel like. Next month.
0: Wow. So we're close. We're close. Uh, Ryan, what did you think of Felix messing around with both Lisa and Martin and saying, I'm going to break up with one, not breaking up with them, the whole mm-hmm. shenaniganery of his doggy ways?
2: Listen, <laughs> man, more. He he is, but he, he is, is so fine. So fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> that smile, uh, ugh, the little touch of gray in his hair, the way he licks his lips, like ugh, it gives me like L. O. J., but vibes. Like a British Elokuje. I love it. Um, <laughs> now he's uh, listen. He's sexy and smooth and suave, and he's a player and if they think that they're enough to change his player ways, they're deluding themselves. It's, at some point you have to accept who people are and just, you know, either you're going to, you're going to accept that you're not going to be the only one and you have to share that blessed phallus with other people or, yeah. you know, you're just going to move on. Um, I do think it's kind of messy to be like, you know, kind of double time and like, the women who were literally related to each other but that's at this point it's a love day special i mean look at what you know, look at what Martin was doing with lisa's mom so like it's 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 yeah i can't it's weird
0: ashley hmm. do do has your opinion of felix gone anywhere since quarantine
3: mm-hmm. here's the, my problem with felix like i like him i do Um, I can, he's very nice to look at. All the girls want him. I'm fine with whatever situation you want to put him in, shirtless or not. I'm fine with all of that. But what's really souring me on Felix is that he's like getting off scot free for all the shit that he did, and I just cannot figure out why. I'm sitting here watching these storylines, and I'm like. Am I missing something? He's the one that sold you. He's the one that put a goddamn price on your head. He's the one that didn't want the sick baby stick around for him. And yet he's just like, everybody's like, oh, well, you know, that's just Felix. Like, what? (laughs) Wait a minute. It's it's just so odd. And I guess, you know, as far as, like, the women fawning over him, that makes sense. I get it. Even Grace was looking at him like, if I get a Grace
1: still wants
3: it. Oh, yeah. But you know, I, as far as you know, Martine and and uh, Lisa fighting over him, it's it's fine because it's funny. Like I'm gonna miss Lisa so much because she adds that levity that you need. Mm-hmm. Because even when she's like getting in the face and like you know, I'm we going off to holiday, we don't. She's like hilarious with it. Like I don't so take funny. her seriously. <laughs> like I don't believe that she's in love with Felix or anything like that. So I like that they're playing it that way. But I don't know. I just, uh, I, I, I just need somebody to hate Felix. Nobody hates him. Everybody's just like, "I'm not sure, Felix." You know that he's such a rascal. The only person that hates him is Warren, and even Warren is about to come over to his side because the goddamn dude was racist. Yeah,
1: I think it definitely is. It definitely is weird that Toby has no. None. Animosity towards Felix. I, so. <laughs> I can understand him having misplaced animosity on Mitchell, but it's weird that he doesn't.
3: Hate he don't give Mitchell. a shit about Felix. He don't even give a shit about Martine anymore or anybody else.
1: He's just all
3: fixated on, on uh, Mitchell. Mitchell, and I don't get it. I really
2: don't. <laughs> it's weird, but I, I feel like it's easier for him to be angry at the life that he wishes he could have had. And and I feel like Mitchell is the manifestation of all of that jealousy and anger and hatred because like he's like you hear when the way he talks about you were weak. You shouldn't it shouldn't have Mm, been you. It should have been me. I should have been the one who who grew up with with the family and everything. So it's like it's very much misplaced like Corian said, but it's also that's a good point it's just I it's one that. of those things where i feel bad for him because he's obviously in so much pain and so much just hurt but he he needs to deal with it and i don't like how he's choosing to deal with it um at, at the yeah moment. it's and it's definitely like if you like you said it's like a
1: mitchell is like that combination of like everything that he's mad about in one it's like Felix sold him and, like, Felix is Mitchell's father. And Martine, you know, even though she didn't technically really, like, raise Mitchell, she kept him. And, like, that wasn't, you know, technically her choice, but she kept him. And, like, Walter babies Mitchell. And it's, like, all of this love from all the three people that he wants and who have, like, mm-hmm. you know, messed with his life in some sort of way all goes to Mitchell. And now it's, like, and, like, even though Celeste had this, like, the the cushy life, you know, that she had, you know, she was also still, you know, kind of cast away, but now she's putting her attention on Mitchell. So it's literally kind of just like all, I can see, I now that you put it that way, Ryan, I can see how like it all kinds of adds up and then goes on to Mitchell. But I still do think there should have been some more like upfront animosity towards Felix. But Ashley- Like more than an episode. (laughs) Right. But like, Ashley, we watch soap operas, we know. Most of the time, when characters who deserve some comeuppance don't get it when we think they do, it's gonna come in one way or another, you know? It might be not in the way that we think, but it's going to come, you know? Well,
0: so here's my question, Ashley, then. Do you think the reason for this is because of maybe a pivot to the overarching story that we're seeing this week with this apparent death like we had to get there so instead of making felix uh, the big villain right now they knew they had to get to x point so we got here and then from here now we get to take on the felix was a deadbeat dad like I i'm guess. not saying it's the right way to do it yeah true because
1: they were kind of they i mean obviously they were all being questioned but i feel like felix was getting like, like it was like toby and felix who were like getting the most Pressure, because obviously they were probably at the most. They were also like in the most like intense. thick of it, if you really think about it.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I guess that's one way to look at it. But, it, but as I'm watching it, I'm I'm looking at it like, okay. Mm-hmm. So we're losing Mitchell, a young uh black char- black male character on the show, that leaves Toby. And you're ruining him by having him kill somebody. Like, I just, I I get it. You know, characters are never really ruined in soap operas. But if I find out that he killed either uh, Mitchell or Lisa, be Lisa but she, I think I don't know.
0: Lisa.
3: regardless, I'm not going to look at what him.
0: What if it was black. just a pillow?
3: There was blood. <laughs> Did you see the um oh, the, the thing no. where uh, Celeste came in and she lifted up the sheets and there was blood on the sheets? Oh she yeah. Praying. So somebody's definitely up under there and it sounded like um Celeste did something to cover it up, which means she moved the body or she got rid of the body or did something to cover up for Toby. And it's like uh, I like Celeste and Toby, I do. I just feel like they showed up and just fucked up what I had. <laughs> <laughs> They showed up and fucked up something really good. That like, was their oh, point. That God, was the I point know. of
2: all. I I they succeeded. Damn it,
3: Damn it all.
2: <laughs> but you know what I love the the most about Celeste is is her part, the way that she perceives everything. And there was a I, um there was a scene this week where she was talking to Mitchell about um their grandfather's point of view. Oh, and I goodness. thought that was so beautifully done the way that she was able to open Mitchell's eyes in a way past his own pain to see not only the similarities between Toby and Walter but how they're both kind of in uh, a cage of 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 their own circumstances mm-hmm. of, of circumstances beyond their control and then the way that the show pivoted to Walter revealing more his backstory i thought that was a beautiful way to tie everything together and it just made me love celeste even more because like she she may not say a lot but she peeps a lot Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and and i thought that that was such a great like brother sister moment for them to have
0: i've really enjoyed the dynamic and the shift with celeste from being a calculating villainous to a
1: part Still of the family. Still calculating part of
3: the family. Yeah. <laughs> right? They have kind of switched roles, though, because when they first showed yeah. up, Toby was like, well, I hate them, but there was a couple of moments where he was like, well, you know, maybe I could kind of maybe sort of form a relationship with one of them. And yeah. Celeste was like, no, kill them all, fuck them all, <laughs> let's ruin their lives. And now they've kind of switched. You know what like, I hate?
1: What I hate is that there's too many levels to this cuz literally ev- everything that everyone just said is right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. I hate I yeah. hate that but I love it, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many levels to this. There's so much that can happen and probably will happen, but it's like what is it? I need to know
2: now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it is but that's one of the things that makes it so great that we can watch this show and and see so many different points of view from the characters and feel so many different things about their motivations and about mm. their points of view and about their actions because you don't really get that a lot but this is something that oh, yeah. always delivers and it it's it's a, it's such a reward as a viewer to be able to tune in get a, 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 a litany of emotions and payoffs that you've been waiting for and also be frustrated by certain plot developments so because that's frustrated. just part yeah. of the thing. You know? And it's also great to fucking have complicated Black characters on television. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I can't,
1: the yeah. fact that we can even sit and discuss, like, motivations and, like, past traumas yeah. and, like, right, and and all of these things that, like, we've literally always wanted to talk about, about, you know, characters that look like the majority of majority of us on this call, you know. But like we've all like this it's just it's it still baffles me to this day that like we're able to like yeah it absolutely sucks that we're losing, you know, two of them. But it's still like we like actually finally have something to fucking like talk about and like can like that uh-huh. still baffles yeah. me. Yeah. It yeah. still baffles me.
0: Here's this sounds really bad for me to say, but just oh, because God. two are leaving they doesn't mean that end. two more won't be coming on.
1: See, this is what I had to know. <laughs> but should, no, that, but, but, but that's know. the thing. It's like Hollyoaks
0: <laughs> it treats matter. these characters just like every other character on the show. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah, like there's yeah. a quota we have to be met with. But when the time's right, we'll bring on more. And yeah. you, they'll fit in and we'll love them just the same. And I'm not worried heard... about Hollyoaks the way I would be. Right. Oh, shit. Young and like, are never is fired. It, yeah to black people we're not getting anymore or bold and beautiful well looks like they're gone for the next year True. like i'm not worried about this family or the fact that we won't have people of color on this show the way i am with the u.s show you know so because
1: it's all it's also like like i said earlier like they've tried it they've tried to have a core solid black family on the show for decades and the characters never really fully resonated with anyone until this set of characters mm-hmm. and while obviously it's unfortunate that you're you're losing two of them like these characters resonated with people and have made an impact so like they're not going to not invest in that like we've talked about on this on this podcast before they released their entire story arc in like a 25 minute <laughs> episode on their YouTube because they knew oh, that huh? people wanted this content and it's like it's it's going to suck but like i'm so happy that we finally have that remember felix still has another son out there uh-huh. oh shit i forgot about that <laughs> yeah he has what another son out there mama. which includes there's another mom ma- baby mama out oh, there which Lord. means uh, she God. might come with some kids that might not be yeah. felix's like all maybe of a this husband is. right like, there's, there's like there's, there's so many possibilities and like we could and like if you really think about it too like Yeah, you know, it it sucks that like now people are making like these diversity initiatives, but like more than ever, these shows are going to be under that radar. So it's like, I can't imagine that we're not going to get new Black characters or new Brown characters or new East Asian characters or something next year. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I, this sounds again, just bad, but Alex is the only one that I actually, I feel like these characters really resonate with because when there are people of color on other shows they they kind of feel forced and hollywood's not made them feel forced it feels like it is their voice because as we see from the writing room like they do have that is it maybe where we want to be
1: Maybe no, there's not. Always, there's but, always room for improvement.
0: But you can tell that they care, and I'm I'm so excited.
1: But that's so true though, because on other on other UK soaps, the only time you ever see a fucking black character is if they're like a best friend or if they're a long lost half black relative and then they come
2: into the or white family tokens. and
1: that's
2: it. Yeah. That's it, literally it. Awful. It's literally yeah, tokenism awful. Is, is a big thing. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Did you guys notice how I, like while everybody else was kind of distraught in their flash forwards interviews with the police that Felix was mm-hmm. so kind of blase about it mm mm-hmm.
3: he, he just gives me perpetual blase though he he's just a, doesn't seem such a
2: slime ball he
3: just doesn't seem like moved by anything one way or another no, like, no. well until he got into those conversations with Warren then at yeah that point,
2: I he was very exactly. Absurd.
3: Yeah, I,
2: yeah. It just made me wonder, like,
3: it's if a child even.
2: of his was was no longer here, would he and react differently? But I don't think he would. But that doesn't know it. Too. But like that's the thing too. Like, also these interviews,
1: because like we have to remember Lisa's leaving too. But like so many of those people that were interviewed were connected to Lisa, and no mm-hmm. one was like it was also weird to like not see any like are these characters really dead like do they die or do they just like get injured and like go off into the sunset or something like that i have no idea how it's gonna go because the fact that scott wasn't like scott probably thinks that mitchell is missing i think that's what that's what's going on right now mitchell is technically missing yeah but like no one's concerned about lisa lisa and scott were best friends martine was beefing but like she's not gonna be like oh i was fucking arguing with lisa and blah 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 and like That incriminates her if Lisa's dead, you know? Like, she wouldn't say that to the police officer.
0: Also, there was a line that was said in one of the interviews. I feel like it was Martine that said, I didn't kill him.
1: Oh, I didn't hear that.
0: Somebody, Uh I I need to play that clip back, but I heard, I did not kill him.
1: Yeah, I just felt like. That
0: made me say, okay, so maybe it was Mitchell. I don't know, and I'm stressed out.
1: I just feel like a lot of the reactions are actually kind of blasé, blasé. All I know is that Celeste was running those police officers, though. She no. was just like, can, run, can I go? go? Uh, she's so Next. <laughs> she was like, do I look like I did something? Can I go? <laughs> do you <laughs> have really evidence? No? So <laughs> okay. She <is> such <laughs> a boss.
3: And you know what? That new hair on right? her. Beautiful. I was shocked that whoever was interviewing them was a male voice, because I just knew it was going to be that goddamn PC. <laughs> oh, dumb bitch. <laughs> can't solve a case <laughs> to solve a save her fucking life. I hate her. Oh, I hate, I hate her. her so much.
1: She is so dumb. I can see oh her my in my mind's mind. eye right now, and I just want to, oh, just
3: get out of here. That was stupid. She has a the wrong person, every single five <laughs> weeks for the past three years. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she employed? <laughs> Oh my God! Oh.
0: You know who should be employed though, forever and always, the person who scouted out the location for that wedding, because uh, okay. my God, we have a show with a budget, and that I wedding.
3: Surprised when they said, "Oh, the cars are downstairs." I'm like, "Cars? for? I've just figured y'all <laughs> would get married in the damn hutch. I <laughs> like, I just. Yeah. I'll not assume.
0: That's what I was expecting. Cause we're we're thinking we're getting the Horton Town Square wedding. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> they just go right on set, but no, they went on location.
3: They got everybody a room. It was like, hey, we stay here, we party it up. I'm like, oh, excuse
1: me, I want to be a part of it. And then I remember I thought that they were dancing at the loft. And I was like, wait, what is the set? And then I really looked and I was like, Oh my, we're still at this beautiful hall. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh my God. It was so nice.
3: It was. It, Beautiful it was, location. For me, but whatever. I I just feel like um um oh gosh I can't even think of their names. Uh, the last wedding that we saw with uh who was it? The Munchausen's girl.
2: Oh oh you know, oh,
1: Maxine and Damon. Maxine
3: and Damon. I feel like that wedding lasted five episodes. Seriously, like that episode lasted forever. It was. Like I feel like
1: wedding. it was like two or three episodes,
3: yeah. That wedding was so long, and this wedding was like, okay, we're done. Uh, oh, all right. Damn COVID. I know it was COVID's fault.
1: Yeah, had to be. So the two
0: things that, that stuck out to me and why I also think Mitchell's a goner was Walter accepted him. Yeah. Like, the minute Walter was like, you know what, gives him a hug, and he's doing all that. I was like, yep, that's soap one-on-one. It's, it's tied
1: up. I was almost tied like up
3: it was Walter that was going to die,
1: <laughs> But like we've talked yeah. about, though, this show hardly follows that. It hardly follows that. one Because so also, first. Lisa was also getting those cues, too. Remember when she had that, mm-hmm. like, discussion with Toby, like, you can't live for tomorrow. You gotta live like yesterday didn't exist or some shit like mm-hmm. that. Like, And then, like, all of these, you know, her going on vacation, which is always, like, that telltale tell sign and, like, but then it also leads into these new interviews where it just doesn't seem like anyone's dead. So it's like, what
3: happened? Of everybody in this family, Toby only really has a connection with Lisa from the Mm -hmm. beginning. Yeah. They were talking. He just seemed like so light and so open and so, you know, willing to listen to her, even though he didn't like what she was saying. He just has a connection with her. So imagine how he would spiral if he accidentally on purpose killed her when he was really trying to kill True Mitchell. I I think it's Lisa. I I mean oh I think it's Lisa. I kinda hope it's Lisa. That's terrible because I love Lisa and I don't want either one of them to die. But if I gotta
1: choose shit. <laughs> is it bad that if we had to choose I would pick Mitchell over Lisa? Yes. Yes it is
0: I think I would choose Mitchell over Lisa too.
1: I'm not because I don't it. love, not because I don't love them <laughs> any less, but I just feel like Mitchell's death will be like that will like that would mess every that would ruin people. That's but also, color. I just I just secretly hope that they're both still alive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'll go with that.
0: Maybe this is a whole plan to catch them out. There's just you know they're all alive. It's fine. It's fine.
3: It's fine. One can hope. I but
0: hey, also I love the music scores. Can I just say when Raise Your Guys played? That's that's the song that got you excited,
3: (laughs) "Raise Your Glass" by Pink. Yes. What was the song they were walking up? What was that? I didn't like. I didn't get it. The Uh, song they walked down the aisle to. I don't know what that was, but I remember when it started. I was like, "Mm." (laughs) "What is this? I don't
1: remember. What I loved was when they played What is Love at the party when Scott had the pinata and then they switched yes. to like
2: the acoustic version oh. when Toby was going in to beat I'm up sorry. that lump on the on the blankets. Yes. And then the the going back and forth with Scott beating the pinata and then Toby and then Toby beating the lump in the in, in the, that bed the baby don't hurt. That is me. Such a, that is some <laughs> evil dark
1: comedy. That is per- I love it, but that is terrible. <laughs> To equate that to a piñata. Oh. <laughs> but so smart. so
0: Accurate.
3: Yeah. It's me, oh, we got to go back. Because speaking of Walter, we didn't really touch on this. But I got to say, my absolute favorite scene was the scene between him and Joel.
0: Yes. Amazing.
3: I, I Where was that before? Because, like, Amazing. I, I don't know why it hadn't dawned on me. I'm like, wait a minute. Can't Joel talk to him? I mean, he's got on his little collar and everything. and
1: He's, he's a priest this week. <laughs> right. He's a vicar. He- Right, he, he's changed his religion. He's more free now. And he I just wants the screws off. He was, like, the perfect person to talk to him, too, because it's, like... He, cause he went He went through that in a in a different way, obviously. Like, he wanted to be with a woman, but, like, his faith and his, you know, his job and all of these things wouldn't let him. Mm-hmm. But he figured out a way to make it work and, like, reconcile that in himself. Because, like, it was also an issue with himself, too. Like, he didn't want to betray his faith. But... So good. That was one of that was absolutely one of my favorite scenes.
3: When he said something like, you know, we follow, you know, the essence of God, not the actual book. I was like, thank you. Finally, somebody fucking said it. That book is on that gas.
2: Right. <laughs> yes. So- <laughs> and, and when he said, why do you feel the way that you do? And, yeah. And, and, or oh, and he kept and, pressing and him an answer. Yes, that he pressed. Yep. Because he's like, I know there's a deeper reason for mm-hmm. this. I know yeah. there's. And you can see with every push, a wall mm-hmm. was breaking down within Walter. A wall was breaking down and finally he was able to let that all out himself. And yeah. I was so taken aback by it. You
1: know, and I think and I think what probably took so long for that scene to happen too, it's like it's also something that we're guilty of. If like if someone is homophobic or even just like disagrees with us in a certain way, like they tell us that and then that's it. You know, like we're like, Okay, we don't agree with you and like we don't want to hear more. Mm-hmm. But like Who like no one else is gonna pressure him and like push him to talk to this about this other than Joel. And like it was just like it was it was so refreshing. I really loved it.
3: I still was kind of expecting there to be more in that story with his brother. Because we talked about this before where we said, We
2: did, we did. It
3: can't just be that the brother was gay. Or just that the brother committed suicide. We we thought he was gonna say, oh yeah, I hated him so much, and I yeah, tried I to conversion therapy on him, mm-hmm. and I pushed him to it. And they didn't. Well, hey, that. they didn't go that far,
1: and I wish they had actually. Well, hey, who says it's over? Good point. <laughs> if you <laughs> if you really think about it, we have a brother that probably killed another brother. Mm-hmm. There's ways oh, that shit. these things could connect. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. they wanna, if they want to, if they want to write that, you know what I mean. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that story is fully authored. Because also remember Walter, even though he accepted Mitchell by going to the wedding, he also was just like, this is something new for me. Like, I'm still, I'm going to try. Yeah. So it's very interesting. I feel like there's just, there's just so much untapped. Like there's
2: still so much story. It's so crazy. I'm so happy to have the show back. (laughs) It also makes you wonder if he killed himself because... Of the religious bludgeoning that was going mm-hmm. on,
1: because mm-hmm. Walter
2: comes from a religious family, so mm-hmm. if Walter knew his brother's struggle, maybe Walter was the one who was telling him, "Look, this this is a sin, man. You're you're gonna go to hell. Like you've got to right. cleanse this from your spirit." Mm-hmm. That's that's then that's a level of guilt to also play. So, because uh, like even even when he would talk to Mitchell about it being a sin you notice there was this that he wouldn't go as far as he would when he was talking about it to other people
1: right that's so true I wonder
2: if that's a little bit of a subtext there
1: yeah. man see the, the, the levels the levels
0: that's why we love discussing this show because Seriously. there's levels to this discussion just and talk it's about not the same thing but like we could keep going and going and going and analyzing and dissecting. And that's what I like about this show is that there's depth to it. And I'm hoping that continues on. I'm really excited to keep watching the show and keep discussing it. And now that it's back, we're back and I miss talking to you guys as much. So this this was hard, but now we've got the show back. We've got this show back and I'm just, I'm overall really excited for what the rest of 2020 has in store as we, edge ever closer to that flash forward moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Well we well actually now we have two flash forward moments huh? uh uh-huh. <laughs> we got two
3: wonder we're gonna have to like speed through everything in order to to tell the story that they were planning on telling before all this happened.
2: I yeah. know yeah,
3: right because I mean I I feel like the County Line storyline is probably going to take more than what they have left So, they might have to just, like,
1: skim. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering
0: what elements will be. But, you know what? That's a discussion we can have another time.
1: This was great.
0: Is there any other things we want to say before we wrap up here?
1: Oh, we forgot to mention, Juliet is losing her ponytail soon. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) It's (laughs) so that she won't look like a teenager when she's paired up with Harry. because she's going to be the drug kingpin now. <laughs> she's getting God. a new do. The ponytail is coming down. It's going down.
3: Goodness, I'm very happy about that.
1: <laughs> I knew you would.
2: <laughs> Lord.
3: so stupid. But they still have her in them damn tracksuits. So, you hey, know. We're,
2: we're still in the you. UK, okay?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What else oh. they going to
2: wear? <laughs> I will say that now's a really good time to get into Hollyoaks. you know with with Covid going on, there's not a lot of of primetime TV that's available. Yeah. So if you're looking for a good quality show to watch, that's not gonna take too much of your time. Watch who watch watch Hollyoaks, man. it's available on Hulu. You can, yeah. you know, just start pick a place to to start from and 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 watch it. and you will definitely understand why we are so high on the show and why our take media puts such a has such a resonance and love for it you know you you really do get everything that you've been looking for and a half hour drama so tune in hashtag love yourself and watch holly oaks
0: exactly and And it's only going to be four episodes throughout the rest of this year so i'm okay with that i wish other folks would learn from that Right?
1: Less talking more. about six episodes. I saw Jesus that. What was the Coronation Christ. Street? I'm, watch, I'm not so trying to watch six episodes.
0: Six. like six of not quality right. content. Like I think I'd to, think to be <laughs> too much for Hollyoaks. But of something that's think not think quality. Oh, don't get me ranting because I'm so annoyed by those
1: moves. But listen, I think to, to piggyback off of what Ryan was saying, just like it really is such a good time to do this. Because number one, you know, just to make a joke, but you can watch these shows and not you know, have to squint your eyes to see if they're using real actors or mannequins, number one. Number two, I don't know about you guys, but, like, without Hollyoaks, I really felt kind of, I felt kind of lost. Did anyone else feel lost? (laughs) Because it was just, like, I I was watching shows and, like, there were things, but, like, when there's Hollyoaks, and I know Hollyoaks is coming, I fit Hollyoaks into my schedule. And Hollyoaks gets me excited to see other TV and see, like, what else is out there. Mm-hmm. And, like, it gets me into my soap mood. And, like, when I watch Hollyoaks, then I can watch Days and, like, put myself in, like, my soap brain and kind of be there in that moment. And I didn't really have that for months. And, like, I don't know, man. I feel refreshed.
0: I enjoy I'm stressed. The break. I'm I
3: feel like I am a lot less vocal about my disdain for U.S. soaps when I have because like That I, too! And I that just too. went off the rails at YNR a couple of weeks ago, like, I fucking hate all of you people! I hope you all die! <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry at this show, and I realized because I didn't have anything good to balance it. So yeah, now, see! We're back to the balance and now I don't care what the
1: hell YNR does. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Because just... <laughs>
0: it wasn't the only thing we had.
1: Right! Like, It just like like, ties together, it just weaves together like my TV viewing experience, it gets me in the zone. It makes me think creatively and like critically, like we just had this whole critical discussion on not even a full hour of television today. And it's like, we literally sat here and like thought about so many different motivations and and all these other things for characters, right? And it's like this. Like I miss this. I've just been sitting here watching. Like th- I've been watching this documentary, America in Color. Just watching old archival footage of like America in the 1920s, restored. That's not. That's not critical thinking. That's My brain's been turning mush. Yeah. I need. I need, I need to need... think creatively. Yeah. Give me that juice. Give me that. Give me that meat. Hollyoaks is back, and like I'm, I'm so happy about it. So I really hope people start tuning in. I know we converted a lot of people, but there's a whole bunch more of y'all that I still see y'all try to sneak in your little hate tweets, and getting mad oh. and doing all these other things. I see y'all, but mm-hmm. it's all right. Let's we'll go. get you soon. We'll get you soon. We still win. Yeah, we still win. And, like and that's know, the thing. Though. At the end of the day, that's
0: fine. You can be wrong. You can say what you want, oh. but we still get to me. watch quality content and be entertained while you watch. Yeah. So on that note, one last
3: thing I just want to point out. Um, Imran, if you're listening, I love you very much. And if you're in the market for a <laughs> shut up. If you're in the market for a mail order bride, I am available. And I know I can't travel right now, but I'm sure I can hop on a boat or something. Like I can get we'll to the... No, you
1: you can travel. You just have to quarantine. My friend is going to the UK okay. next week with her. She oh, has a boyfriend. She I has a boyfriend quarantine. from the UK. She's going next week. She just has to quarantine for 14 I can, days.
3: I can quarantine, baby! I ain't left my house in two, three weeks. I, I yeah. can do that for you. We can figure out this next step together.
1: Oh. <laughs> Are you it. trying to be his girlfriend or his agent? You gotta make one of those. All I am. All in. Comfort. Trust
0: me. Whatever if there's anybody, I'm be. going to allowed to be my agent, and also my lover, it would be Ashley.
1: Exactly. And she exactly. wants to get a, we got a Jonathan, you gotta stop trying to flirt with her on here. She's not interested. How many years have we told you she's not interested?
0: But there might be one day, maybe <laughs> one day, like when she's at her like really lowest moment, oh, she might sweet. be like, okay, whatever, this white boy will do for now. Like That's fine. That's all I need is just a moment. It's my in. It's my end. Honestly, but... though, if
1: that ever happens for you, she's going to eat you alive, and we'll never, no. hear, from guys, like, like... <laughs> he never hear from you again. You'll be like, you will never hear from you again. you will be in a room
3: with <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. <laughs>
3: the way and I like them. Is...
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Some intense moments, but with that said, you can follow along, and Imran, this is for you, so pay attention, to Ashley at Reckless Love <laughs> with a W. He
3: already follows me, baby. Corian,
0: Sorry, in my DMs. At not Corian. <laughs> Ryan is over there at source Ryan and I'm at so John. You can follow the podcast at our take media. We're at our and wherever podcasts are available. So rate review and let people know about us so they can tune in and listen as well, because with Hollyoaks back, people want more content to listen to so they can discuss and interact with this awesome show use the hashtag rtake when discussing the show so we can read your tweets on future episodes and that's it so until (laughs) next time bye bye oh he
1: brought it back he
3: brought
1: Brought it back back. retro with a 30 second pause (laughs) 30
2: second (laughs) pause bye guys (laughs) bye bye bye